evening and welcome to Hutton Orbital Radio, where we're bringing you, well, f- not any particular news broadcast because my co-partner and uh, writer of the news is busy. He's down at a conference somewhere, somewhere doing something with somebody about something or other. Um, so he can't be with us tonight, but we are going to go on air because we've got a number of things that we need to talk about. First of all, firstly, first of all, were you there on Saturday? That's right, it was the Hutton Orbital Truckers versus Code Battle, and it was epic, it was delightful, many people fought, and many people died, including myself quite a few times. And it came to a... a ooh, and it came to just just get out of the bathroom. It came to a rather pleasant evening, actually. To be honest, typical instancing issues, number of things. But we'll go and talk to the guys in Teamspeak Channel that were there last night and have a wee word and see what they thought. I know that the code digital uh, Mandalorian and very. In fact, I think it was Silk Commander Silk that blew me out of the sky. It was great fun. Everybody had fun, and it was a very positive event, which was great, and it sets us up nicely for what is coming up this weekend. Which, of course, on the 10th, which is Saturday, we are going to do the Hutton Mug convoy again. Another big convoy. Not to Hutton Orbital this time. We are going to go on an entirely different course, of which... You will need to be part of the night. So tuned in to the radio station to find out where the jumps are going and when the next jump is launching. Join us. Oh, excuse me. We will get the information up on the Hutton Orbital re- website, which is huttonorbital.com. And if you go there and click on the news, you should see some of the upcoming events coming uh, this week, or the 10th of October, and then the 24th, as March is being fantastic on. You get some of the information. So they're fleeting up on Saturday, the 10th of October, at 8 p.m. British summertime, to fly to a special scientific destination. The meeting place will be near Hutton Orbital. Now, we will give you the starting point very, very soon this week. Uh, It's near Hutton Orbital, so the key point is that you want to go to Hutton Orbital from the minute beta drops tomorrow. Once it goes live, once the 1.4 goes live, you want to go to Hutton Orbital and fill up your ship now. That brings us on to an issue, because we're going to have some big ships going to Hutton, and they're going to need help getting filled up. So, if you are in a large ship and you want to be helped filled up, then remember you can't dock. So unless you, if you're anything bigger than a, a Python, you are not docking there and therefore you cannot buy your own stock. We're limited to, what, 30 maximum per person. So that plus gin. So if you're in a smaller ship and you're docking... Keep in contact with the commanders flying around the station. If they come up big ships and they've got some collector drones, then it's ideal for you to go buy the stuff for them at the station, come back out away from the station for a good sort of 10k away from the station, drop your cargo for them, they collect it and fill up that way, and the more small ships that load these big ships up, the quicker they'll be loaded, then they can head on ready for the next day's convoy, or if you're doing it all week. I will be at Hutton Orbital as soon as I possibly can after the beta launches tomorrow. In fact, I might head over there tonight. I'm just going to go and finish off so this community goal, collect my reward and then head back. And once you know we, we've done that and we're ready to kick off, we will have these little time jumps. It's going to be awesome. Think Battlestar Galactica when they do the, you know, jumping in five, four, three, two, one, and all the big ships go and the little ships go and then you count ships at the next destination and things. So there'll be plenty of opportunity if you've not got a jump range big enough to keep up that you can do this two small jumps and we should still be there ready to do the next jump when you arrive and we'll give you the destination. So keep it tuned to Hutton Orbital Radio in order for us to be able to shout out the instructions as we're going along. You can be there if you want to be a sort of support ship with your weapons ready to protect the convoy because we do anticipate some pirate action on the journey. Then, you know, by all means, turn up again. We'll release the meeting point this week. In fact, I can pretty much confirm that we'll be. I'm having a, a little meeting with Dave on Wednesday evening, so we'll have a chat and we will release that information on Thursday morning for you so that you can get your backsides to the meeting point. But first of all, 
get some mugs on board. It's so important. If you're any of the other player groups, of course, make sure this is in the full release of the game. The beta will be gone. So make sure you're in the right game. Send friend requests to PsychoCow, to VandaOn, to Mike Snoz. Send us messages in-game. Send it via Twitter to at Hutton Orbital. Uh, if you want to send them through Facebook, that's fine as well. And we will try and give you a shout-out on air. If you're looking for a wing request at the main station, again, send me a message in-game. We'll give you a shout-out and hopefully we can find you some wing partners and it will be amazing fun so we're really looking forward to that kick off 8 p.m british standard time summer time british summer time and um in fact no the clocks don't go back yet but soon soon it all changes back to gmt so that'll be really really exciting um we're going to jump down now and have a wee word with the pirate uh, pirates with the people that were involved in the hutton orbital versus code battle on saturday night which was awesome and uh, we're gonna go have a chat with them just now hello. good evening everyone hello 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 hello, we are- hello. We are broadcasting right now. Oh, God, Simufsen. If I'd seen that, I might have been slightly more hesitant to come jumping down for a chat. <laughs> so, most of you, I uh, recognise most of the names. You were all involved with the Hudson versus Code battle on Saturday. Yes. Well, no, you weren't, Simon, if you didn't turn up because you are a big chicken. I, I had an instancing problem. Yeah, what was that, that you weren't in the house? Yeah. Yeah, that does tend to sort of <laughs> cause problems. Um, for those of us that were there, I know that Alien was really. Um, in fact, you were you were inspired to get in touch with people in the forums and tweet that when you witnessed that the code were respecting the holler rule. Is that right? Yes, yes. They they were very honourable in that regard. I mean, it was <laughs> for those who, who missed it. We obviously we had a uh, Wolf three five nine. 359, is that right? Yes, 359. Yes. God, it's, it's embedded in the back of my brain, I'll never forget it. So Wolf 359 was the station, there's the system that we went to. We had um, Loomis Orbiter as our home station. They had Powell High. We all met up there and we headed out to the conflict zone right in the middle where you could pick whether you were a Hutton trucker or whether you were the code in the sort of picking sides menu. And it was awesome except for because we all met up at the stations beforehand, when we arrived at the conflict zone, it was all the same people that we met up with at the station. So (laughs) the poor code pilots that managed to get into our instance jumped into the conflict zone to find 16 to 20 little cobras sitting there waiting to shoot at them. And that was kind of the, the tone for the evening. There was an awful lot of that. A lot of us then jumped out in our wings to jump back in in the hope of finding different sessions. And there was a, a range of small skirmishes. We had interdictions in Super Cruise, which was... But apparently some of the truckers were doing that too. We had an embargo, a nice big blockade of the pirate station by anacondas, which was funny, but... That again, in one instance, that was quite frustrating for the poor code pilots. Uh, we had oh, code pilots destroying cobras as they were docking at uh, Lumos Orbiter and some screenshots of that. There was an awful lot of carry-on, but it was great fun. And I think, you know, there was no major gripes or upsets. I don't think anyone here had any problems, did you? No. No, no. 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 Excellent. Was any sort of cracking, funny, entertaining stories you had from last night? Your favourite moments? Alien, would you have asked? Yes. Yeah, okay, well. My favourite moment. Uh, We had someone turn up in a hauler, not getting shot at because he was in a hauler. And I looked at what he had on his subsystems, and he had a railgun. And I put in the local chat, uh, Commander Toasty Test is in a hauler with a railgun. A railgun is not default loadout for a hauler. Therefore, he is an open target for everyone. Commander Toasty Test at that point declared, uh, proclaimed death on everyone and started opening fire and quickly got killed. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. Hello, Rusty. So Hello. we're broadcasting live on uh, Hutton Orbital Radio just now. We're just discussing the Hutton versus Code battle. Did you, were, you, were you involved in that, Rusty? Um, 
I battled with code a couple, uh, very briefly during the original Hutton um, Hutton mug run, but not the recent battles that have been going on. I have to say. Oh right, well you may, you missed an opportunity. Now I know somebody who was leading a wing on Saturday night was Commander Telja. How did you get on? It was um, a great event. It was not that it was not very easy to um, to lead a, a wing uh, because I was the only French, and it <laughs> so it was a, quite a bit of challenge. But it was nice. People played nice and. Uh, the the pirates uh, tried to trick us with the interdiction, but we managed to adapt and we kicked their ass many times. So yes, overall it was a great event, and uh, being a part of wings within a much bigger group was quite uh, inspiring, I, I might say. Oh, fantastic! Well, that that was Telja declaring a victory for the truckers. I think yeah. the code have been declaring victories for the code as well. And to be honest, there is no real way to quantify <laughs> who won, but. Basically, uh, we can honestly put our hands up in the air and go, everybody won. Skipra, you're kind of regarded as a reasonable fighter. Uh, how did you get on? 50-50. Uh, I mean, sometimes we, we basically got our buttocks handed back to us, and sometimes we chased um, pirates out of systems. And, and I remember jumping into one system, and it had some pirates chasing after a poor cobra. So I pulled one away shot him and then all his friends decided to turn around and chase me so it was like six or seven onto one and i'll probably run away very 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 fast doing a brave sir robin of the highest order <laughs> there was a number of brave sir robins or brave sir cobras as the team in the wing name up there suggests but um i think it is oh there was just so much so much hilarity and excitement over the event that uh, it, it just been you know you got right into it didn't you? you just you know you focused on it and the the, the code had some amazing tactics so here we're going to give you some spoilers in case you come up to if you come up in contact with a code pirate if you note that you're being attacked by somebody and they hammer you and you think all oh, right okay i'm going to shoot back and they turn tail and they start running away just check and see if it says they're in a wing of four and they're running away and dragging you further and further and further out into space the alarm bells should start to ring hopefully they will ring and you'll realize what's going on before the rest of his wing comes in behind you that was an awesome tactic to see happening and i know that it was countered i'm not sure exactly who it was that was talking about how they countered it by leaving two ships falling further back so that mind as wipe. the was it mind wipe that's right so yeah. mind wipe and they, so as their trap was sprung they then found themselves with two other ships behind them tackling them from the rear as well and it was just those kind of real battles i mean there was a particular one where it was four versus four we my wing got interdicted and we got pulled out and it was commander silks and we tried to focus our fire on the one particular ship we got that ship out but the other three finished us off pretty quickly after that we just the minute you lose somebody it's it's difficult to get back on top and it was awesome gameplay awesome gameplay has anyone else got anything they want to talk about the you know their experiences of the night yeah, I've got a story if you want towards the end. No yes, problem. I was I was travelling back, um, pretty much on my own, but um, still winged up with one of my one of my friends, and uh, I got pulled out. Luckily, he got a um, a navlock on me and dropped in two, and we turned the tails on the interdictor, and he had to do the run for it, which he got away, I'll give his his dues, he, he gave a valiant fight, but we got his shields down in half his hull before he managed to get away from us. But I'm claiming victory, because I'm not a combat expert at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a truck, I'm a dirty Hutton trucker to the core. <laughs> Good you filthy Hutton trucker. You filthy trucker. Commander tell you, you said you had, you had a story to, to share as well, did you? Well, I, I wish um, Commander Mindwipe could be here because we tried something a little bit different that during that night. Most of the wings were uh, working as uh, one wing and we tried to work as uh, a pair of wings. So uh, Commander Mindwipe and I were uh, leading our wings and, try, and we tried to uh, coordinate our action, but uh, instances um, issue was not working with us. But when we did, it was fantastic. So, uh, a story. Um, what about a story? Yes, we um, 
many times we uh, we faced the, the the pirates and they sometimes they were outnumbered them but we managed to isolate them one by one and it was like um, some kind of uh, you know uh, drag which we, 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 we were trying to uh, isolate each 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 of them kill them as much as as we could and um, by doing that we we prevailed so and uh, having all, all these commanders who are not combat pilots usually was great because they, they show to the pirates that they they are big muscles when they want yeah I mean I think it was un camionneur camionnage camionnage I apologize to any French listeners out there that had to listen to what has just been broadcast I have no idea I can only imagine that if you couldn't say it in English it has to have been horrific well, nothing more than you filthy hearted trucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say that if you, you don't want to meet a, a camionneur during the night alone on a park drive, <laughs> hungry. <laughs> so it was a, it was it was a great success, and I know that Code were very happy with the turnout as well. Uh, even Star, you were leading a wing as well, weren't you? Yeah, I had a great time. I see. Um, we did some really good wing play, actually. Um, you know, letting one of us get shot at whilst the other one's got in position, you know, running off, then taking over. Um, we had a, a really good time, actually. It was, it was a real eye-opener as to the tactics. It is, in fact, it just shows you that if, you know, the code ha- who are now consider themselves, obviously, specialists in PvP, really have uh, a fine art, really sort of refined their uh, their tactics for the game that makes them bloody tricky to handle and absolutely anything, you know we, yeah, when, we got a taste of it yeah when you got caught on the wrong side of it you knew it they really know how to work together and i think that's the key um, any of that sort of hard combat that, that really is the key is working together and coordinating yourself when when we were on song it was really good but you know as you said earlier the instance of issues slowed us right down it is, it just, I think it was just so much fun as well to be able to oh, play that was. now. I see Odimon Crew, um, you're here tonight. Uh, do you want to, to, what's the word, confess? What side were you on? Odie might not be here. Uh, I was on the side that, uh, the side of, was it, that did not participate. Oh, no! <laughs> Uh, no, do we not? We, I'm sure we had a pirate in last night as well, didn't we? Oh, maybe. You mean sure Commodore, that wasn't yes. Frank? <laughs> well, I know, I know that um, OMG Commodore OMG did join the wrong side in the conflict zone, but that was only for a brief couple of seconds before he blew up and he was helped to correct it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Commodore. Brock, I think. Brock no, was, Brock yeah. was code. He's always been with code. He comes in here and says he's with code. So there was no expectation on Brock to be on the Hutton Truckers side. No, he came in. Yeah, he came in to sort of like let us know what was going on with the the, the coordinate the attacks and stuff. Where so we knew that we had pirate activity, and also of course he enjoys shooting us and laughing in our faces, and we welcome that. You know, it's, it's fair enough, I suppose. It was Commodore OMG, uh, Comrade. OMG, who joined the wrong side by accident and then shortly was dispelled very, very quickly by the rest of the Cobras. Um, Some of the things that happened last night, obviously our rules of engagement were that you met up at your own station and we fought in the conflict zone. The instancing really very quickly, it was clear that that wasn't going to work for us as it was all very much one-sided in particular instances and one-sided in the other direction in other instances, which was a shame. So it then became a kind of free-for-all in supercruise with interdictions on both sides. Then it became storming the other stations, and that was quite fun as well. I didn't get to do any of that because I was too busy fighting in conflict zones and having an absolute blast. It is awesome. Now, here is the million-dollar question. And if there's anyone in here that would confess to being a solo or private group player only prior to the event... Not well, not exclusively, I I but am. I switched over well, to that mode recently. I am. And, and well has, known I am. Has this event changed your opinion on the dangers or the the potential risks of playing in the open mode? 
Yes. Um, <laughs> maybe. I, yeah, maybe is actually the better answer because I have I posted on the forums that I plan to take part in the convoy in a similarly specced Cobra that I was flying last night, and if brackets when exclamation mark i have my mugs rod for me i will continue on in a defensive role um so i'm seeing what happens in the game for real because as mind white pointed out in our post discussion the big advantage we had in um the blowout was the fact there was no consequences it really didn't matter who did what because it wasn't going to last much longer in the game anyway yeah, that, that's, that's where I was leading to with my my sort of questioning was really to say, you know, if there was to be a similar competition, but in the full release version, would we have as good a turnout? Would it be as much fun? Or would the stress and worry of losing your prized ship be too much to risk it? It depends on personal finances. I, yes, yeah, I that's for me, right. yeah. Uh, one of the reasons I'm running the Cobra on the weekend is I can afford to lose a Cobra or three. I can't afford to lose the Anaconda. I'm still building up. Okay. So, I mean, it's perfectly perfectly legitimate play. I mean, I've I've never been one. Uh, I've seen people that have commented that uh, open play and the, the private groups and the solo modes are are going to ruin the game. But to be honest, I find that they are the one unique factor for Elite Dangerous that deals with griefing in such a way that's, you know, unbreakable. You can't you can't grief somebody when they go into a private group. You can't grief somebody if they jump into solo mode. And they could do that for a wee while and then come back into open. And what we endeavour to do is to give people that reason to come into open, to play with people, to make friends, so that when... There's not a hut and trucker event on when there's maybe a first great expedition event on. They've got the confidence and they've got the the contact list of people that they can join in and play with that entices them to come back into open for these events. And I think that's legitimate gameplay. I know that Code would ideally love everyone forced to be in open so that they always have targets. But at the current minute, what they do know is people playing in open are acceptant of the fact that they will be targets. Now, I do see we have a number of text messages coming in here. Uh, Commander Jamen has always been in open. Uh, Telja's always in open. Ventura is definitely happy to meet more people in open. Uh, Skiprat is a coward. No, someone else typed Hi. No, in fact, nobody typed that in. I just made that up on the spot. Uh, <laughs> You, 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 are, you are. I'm coming up to Scotland. Me and you are going to write words. <laughs> <laughs> Even Star is always and happy sausages. to be open as well. Uh, Eric Marquis saying, by the end of the event, we were in the lead 59 to 19%. But uh, yes, it looks like they have 79% influence in the system go to the code because we all went to bed and they played on taking out the NPCs and uh, using the ratings and mission system to fling their influence through the roof. Bravo, well done to them. They can have Wolf 359. It's all yours in beta for the number of hours that you've got left in beta. Enjoy it. Make the most of it, code. And we'll see you in the full game when uh, we've all got our own little proper private groups, which is going to be amazing. It is. Absolutely. So, on Saturday, of course, we've got the Hutton Mug Community Goal uh, convoy to take the mugs all the way out to a special scientific station yet to be revealed, or if it has been revealed, I've just lost that document, and that's going to be this weekend at 8pm, so make sure you stock up with your mugs, and as I said, if you could possibly um, be at Hutton Orbital and be willing to help load up. I know you have to sort of fork out the money for that, but that's the way that we want to try and do it, is to try and fill up big ships and have some nice big targets um, for the pirates if they want to get involved. Now, Commander Javert is in the chat. I don't know if you're able to talk just now. Oh, yeah, like... I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. We were having a little message back and forward today about possibly creating wings of ships for the convoy and organising that in advance so that you know who you're flying with and what you're wearing and you may well have a role. So I'm not sure. Did you get a thread up in the forums for that yet? 
I didn't put it up yet, but I'm planning to put it up tomorrow, probably. Fantastic. Yeah. So if you can check in the forums, we'll put a link up on the Twitter and on Hutton Orbital's uh, Facebook page, and we'll try and put it in the forums as well so that you can find this thread and we can maybe sign up and arrange some wings. If you've got your own wing and you want to be part of it, if you're a combat wing or you're a trader's wing, then go in there, register your wing. It would be handy if you had a streamer on your wings as well so that we can advertise all your streams or create a massive multi-stream that will show all the different points in the convoy and different instances as well. That would be amazing. Uh, We'll try and get that organised before Saturday so that we can meet up in your wings and you're all good to go. But just remember, first things first, we need to load up ships. I will be at Hutton Orbital Send your messages to our Twitter, send you know emails, Facebook page, but in-game message to the local area and hopefully commanders there will maintain that wonderful atmosphere that we had for the Hutton Orbital Mug community goal and jump to your assistance to help you load up nice and quick. Now bear in mind when you're doing that, you have a maximum amount of mugs that you can carry in your cargo and you have a maximum amount of gin. Now... You can lift five mugs and five gin and then sit at the station for another ten minutes, go back into the commodities market and it will respawn some more. You might get the full 30 this time round that you can then load in, but you will never be able to put more than 30 into your hold at any one time unless you are doing what we are going to be doing, which is going out of the station and abandoning that cargo so the bigger ships can load up on it. If you have five ships, that is going to be 150 tonnes of mugs in a single run. So that's what we need. We need small ships willing to buy the mugs and to dump them out for the bigger ships to load up. And then equally, we can then load up the slightly bigger ships as well by assisting them as long as they've got some kind of scooping abilities, which of course in my Python... I don't. And I am quite happy to accept the fact that I'm only going to get 30 mugs and as much gin as I can carry for my convoy unless I put in some collector drones, which I'm not particularly bothered about. So I will be there to help load up. Uh, Is anyone else going to be around Hutton Orbital for loading purposes? I plan to, yes. Fantastic. Yes, when? Saturday? Well, not Saturday. Saturday we need to be at the launch point. So if you're in Hutton Orbital on Saturday morning, uh, you need to get your mug stock done with first. And that's what this week's going to be about. And, And just to cause a minor distraction this week, of course then uh, you've got another event running at the current minute. Uh, Mayhem has now come to a a close, which is fantastic, uh, because it was great fun, but it was a hell of a distraction, wasn't it, from doing your normal gaming and and all these kind of things. And just when we think, right, we've got a clear road to the convoy, this week is nice and easy, beta will be released, it'll work first time, there'll be no major bug-ups, and uh, we'll all be able to fly out to Hutton, fill it with mugs, have a great party, jump onto our convoy Saturday morning and shoot off. They've released another community goal, haven't they? The barbecue party in Bacon City. But you have to bring... (laughs) I'm not kidding. Bring your own bottle. So, this is... Yeah... Uh, welcome to this week's community goal. So, on a lighter note, uh, the people of Bacon City are planning one hell of a party to mark the upcoming anniversary of the so-called Bacon protests. Now, I don't know about you, but that, to me, sort of conjures up an in, a sort of image of people running down the street with hands full of rashers, <laughs> waving them in the air. Um... <laughs> for, for, for you, Skip Rat is going to be throwing sausages across the road at each other. Isn't it? <laughs> oh, chips I'll have, having a I'll have sausages the bacon to everyone. Yeah. yeah, elite meat, elite meat. That's what it is. Oh, oh, boo! But what we're going to do now is I realise that time is creeping up on us, and I'm going to have to play some adverts. So, uh, if you're listening on Hunt Orbital, you're about to get some real-world adverts. Terrible. <laughs> Sorry, I know it sucks. We'll be back after these short messengers. Got any bacon adverts, though? I haven't got any bacon adverts. We should probably come up with some. That could be quite interesting. Hutton Orbital Radio. Your listening choices. Us? Or static?
Well, they call it Eden. But that damn husband give me the blues. Mm. I took on two missions, didn't think twice. Was bound what I choose. Now I'm stuck here, frame shifting. Point two two light years, just bad news. At Alpha Centauri. Locked onto Hutton, point two to see me by. Seems strange I was getting no closer. So I asked myself why. Or it was like years, not seconds. The blues, man, can make you cry. Now I'm tired and I'm human, and I got myself the blues. One thousand seas I don't want to lose Paying close attention In case I fall asleep And overshoot Don't you be falling for the rule. If the contract say Hutton, move on. Was the, that was the honky tonk blues note, wasn't it? It was the Hutton Orbital Blues by the amazing and talented. What was his name? I can't remember now. Oh no! Ah, uh, uh, where did I put him? I put his name on it as well. Because we're going to have a wee chat with him as well about his song and some of his musical. Also to find out why he has the Hutton Orbital Blues. Uh, Dino 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 Dini was the composer and the performer of that. Uh, what you can hear in the background there is Commander Telja has one of the loudest keyboards known to mankind. It, it, is, it, it is amazing. It's either that or he has the world's biggest fingers. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the the TeamSpeak channel here at Lave Radio has, uh, sorry, yeah, Lave Radio TeamSpeak channel has has burst into life with a ton of new names. Uh, Eric Marquez in here, Edith the Hut is in. Good evening, Edith. No, he's not working. El Masri's in. Uh, Eros Maidlung. Hello, hello. It's yeah, it's been it's been an absolute amazing night. But what we are wanting to talk about, of course, uh, is uh, the Bacon City Community Goal now. Uh, let's see if we've got anything. It's true, we're planning something special, says uh, Julissa Silver, the spokesperson for the Bacon Cats. No, 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 no. No, that doesn't work. You cannot have a Bacon Cat. That's impossible. 
Yeah, Julissa Silver, the spokesperson for the Bacon Cats, released the following statement. It's true that we're planning something special. We invite everyone to come together, I bet you do, in a spirit of celebration, I bet you do, to commemorate the repeal of the ill-thought-out and short-lived prohibition laws here in the Carnoic system. I bet you do. There will be many historic exhibits and displays, but importantly, there will be free bacon and libations for all visitors. I don't want a libation. Who wants a libation? Oh, I'm thinking of lobotomy. Yeah. Quick, somebody Google it in the background so we don't sound completely thick. Import demands in Carnoic have hit new highs in recent weeks and demands for goods continues to rise while locals speculate about the nature of the celebrations and event organisers have requested that all available traders bring supplies to the system. Members of the Bacon Cats have said Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Some news outlets have raised concerns about the event, predicting astronomical policing costs and speculating that it could attract pirates. Oh no, 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 no pirates and other unwanted elements to the Carnowick system. It looks like it's time to party, like it's 32.99. Right. So, the breakdown for the goal this week what is it you actually need to do? Well, frankly, you have to go to Bacon City, which is in the Carnowick system, and you have to deliver animal meat to Bacon City markets, or narcotics to Bacon City markets. Now, to me, one of those explains this entire community goal, and the other one is affected by that. They're clearly all strung out on drugs and have got the munchies, and nothing solves the munchies more than bacon. So, if you want to encourage this horrific, drugged-up system, then you go and you can ship some animal meat to them or some narcotics. I have no idea where this community goal is. I'm obviously, the so this community goal just finished up a matter of a couple of hours ago. Uh, I'm going to finish up there. I'm going to go and check out the Bacon City uh, community goal on my way to Hutton Orbital. So... If you're in-game and you're wanting to have a look, then, you know, I will happily send me a message and we'll maybe wing up and have a look at this Bacon City community goal together. I don't even know where it is. I just know that I'm flipping miles away at So This and it will take me about half an hour to get back into blooming civilised space. You know, you know... It's not. It's the kind of person uh, that likes exploring. It's that kind of person that has... Uh, that couldn't walk past a chessboard if one of the pieces was slightly over the line without correcting it. The kind of person, like, the one thing that amused me at Elite Meet the original year was Darren Gray walking past this flip chart that Fozzer had written up the lyrics to the uh, Mobra song on and couldn't walk past it without putting the apostrophes in. That's the kind of person that enjoys exploring because you go to a system and you do your little discovery scan and it goes you found 10 new astronomical objects and you go excellent so I'll have a look at them and I scan them and you get the names and then you do another quick scan and it goes you have found 42 new astronomical objects at which point I go I didn't see them they don't exist I'm out of here because I am not flying around in blooming circles for the next 10 minutes scanning these buggers and it takes a special kind of person to enjoy that dobble, so I take my hat off to you that I'm not wearing. But what do you get if you do it? What do you get if you manage to do that and you're the first? You get your name on the star chart. That's right, people. Your name will forever be on that system layout picture that I never look at. I'll never know you discovered that system and I'll never care. But... You will, and that's what it's about. It's about your own self-importance, really, isn't it? <laughs> but then again, I do understand it, because at first we were all doing these different things, and it is, it is a bit of a joke and poking fun at Dobbo there. There is an awful lot 
to be said about people. I mean, it's just the same, you know, you've, you've got exploration if it appeals to you to go and head out and scan all those systems as a matter of, you know, perfection, to do your perfect scan, to collect the maximum amount of money and then work your way out to something that catches your attention, some nebula system on the star map that you think, oh, I want to go and have a look at that in person. And then you get all the way out there and make your way back, straight back, sell your data and you're sitting there with, what, 14 to 20-odd million credits in your bank? There is an awful lot for people to, if you'd like, I mean, because one thing, for example, someone who enjoys exploring probably looks at people that trade going, so all you do is go back and forward from the same station to the same other station and then sell stuff and then fly back. And they'd look at that as insanity. (laughs) So, um... That's a special sort of fourth wall to break. Yeah, I just realised I've been broadcasting and not broadcasting you guys, so we've had a nice chat, but no one else has heard any of that. Uh, Yes, Dobbo has just confessed that not only does he like exploring, he likes um, trading as well, and he also quite enjoys mining, and that there is no hope for him whatsoever. Although this happens to be the perfect game for him, because it's got all of them in it. And I would also like to... I'd also like to point out that now, after uh, the blast out, I'm beginning to enjoy combat. Yeah! Does that make me the complete nerd for this game? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it might do. It might do. So yes, we've got the convoy on the tenth. We've got the current bacon party community goal ongoing right now, which is scary. Uh, what's next, you know, we're going to... No, I'm not going to say anything, because I'm about to say something that's going to offend, so I'm not going to go into any ideas of what the next community goal is. I'll open that up to you guys, and that way I can claim it wasn't my idea. What's the next community goal going to be, then? If we're now down at Bacon with animal meats and narcotics, what's next? Nebula. Don comes sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Lettuce the, uh, and tomato. <laughs> med- medical supplies for this In Don comes special sauce. heart attacks. Um, <laughs> stomach pumps, stomach hey. pumps, uh, stomach pumps, and therapy and, thera- and therapy sessions. No, and it includes and improved uh, passenger missions, running therapists out to Doncum to co- to cope with um, Skippy. Physiotherapists, <laughs> yes. It's going to be interesting. I mean, that's. I mean, passenger missions are not going to be in one point four, and are not going to be in one point five. They're not in one point five. Oh. Yeah. There was a wee sort of broad we mentioned that they won't be ready for then, but they'll be they're still on the development page, so we'll just have to wait and see. A bit of a disappointment that one. Are they still season one then? Well one point five would be the Apparently most season not. Yeah. Uh, the right. one point five isn't the end of any the, game. There's one point six and one point seven. They'll be part of the other updates, I'm sure. Which will be included oh, in the okay. one point in the um dangerous build. You just don't in, the get ba- the, in the base version. Yes, you don't get the planetary landing aspects of the of those releases, but you get the space aspects of them, I'm sure. So, will there ever be a point to the Orca? Yes, yes, the yes. passenger missions. Passenger missions are coming oh. in now. now. I mean, if you look at the missions that are coming up in the next updates, and uh, well, actually, it might be Horizons. I'll get a little bit because we've got the two of them running kind of concurrently, and we're getting information on both. Um, I think we've got timed missions coming in one of them, so I think that's going to be things like you have to assassinate a particular person at a particular time at a particular location, and if you're late, you'll miss them, and if you're early, you'll have to sit and wait. You might draw some suspicion and get blasted out of the system, but it creates that kind of uh, interactive and and instant kind of uh, mission and critical sides of things as well. You know, for example, at the moment, you kind of just abandon the mission because you can't be arsed, Uh, or... You, you've got all day, and you miss them once, and then you jump into Super Cruise, and you can catch them again, and you got all these multiple chances. It's going to be nice to have some that will probably have a slightly more increased reward, but are a bit more critical. That if you do miss out, like you know, I think the best ones are the kind of ones where it's like you know, this guy is travelling from this station to that station. He cannot get there. You must stop him. So you've got to try and catch up with him on the route, and the hope that you find the route he's on or get ahead of him and wait for him for that opportunity at the station end to take him out. And that could be quite fun, but 
or just have oh, to wait. Oh, Especially oh. if someone else has got the passenger mission to carry that particular. I see. Now that's my that was my ideas way back at the beginning. That's what I was really hoping for from the multiplayer aspect of this. You take out an assassination mission, and I take out a bodyguard mission for the same character, and then you know you and I meet somewhere out there and one of us will complete our mission and the other one won't and that's going to be awesome I don't care well, how see, salty your care. Don Kong <laughs> sausage is going to be skip rat well, there's also, there's also going to be the missions where it's uh, reactive to player action so like you uh, the example I heard was pick up a bit of cargo then that starts a mission yeah there's going to be um, different ways of triggering them so there's going to be you find something floating around you pick it up and you get a mission kind of like in Grand Theft Auto when you nick a car and jump into it and suddenly a mission is launched and you're like I've got to do what? oh god no I'll just dump the car but similar to those kind of things or you might bump into a ship or a wreck with a distress signal I mean they could put anything into the game we just won't know and we all kind of hope that it will be quite diverse and different each time rather than oh look there's a mission box and when you pick it up, you get a mission. You know what I mean? We want it to be quite varied and different. Well, a great well, thing is of potential. Well, the great thing is about having our, um, our characters coming in, where we can make our own characters and everything. We could be hauling Onion Head, and then we we get to the place far too early. The police turn up, and we've got nowhere to put it, so we have to eat it and uh, try and disguise the fact. That, <laughs> try and disguise the fact to the to the space cops that we. I'm sorry, officer, but we're really not holding onion head. Oh, would you like some bacon rashes? Oh, yes, please. Seeing your, you know, seeing your avatar trying to hold his eyebrows on his head. <laughs> oh, stay on, stay on, don't float away. <laughs> I want to know whether there's going to be a slider for a pot belly so I can accurately represent myself in game. <laughs> so it's going to be, I mean, there's so much awesome stuff coming up and, and obviously we can play uh, and create our own content around these things. Now, one of the things uh, we would love to do with Hutton Orbital Radio is, is, as I've said before, we open it up to you and your groups and your events. If you've got something coming up and you want us to give you a shout out, then please email Oh, Craigie, faction, or oh, what's it called? Hold on two seconds and I'll bring up this blooming email. Address. Faction team. I took part at huttonorbital.com. Not I took part, no. Faction team at huttonorbital.com. Let us know details of your event, when it is, whether or not you'd like to come on and uh, one of the nights and what night suits you for either we can do pre-recorded interviews if that suits you better or you could come on live and talk about your event and face this mad bunch and team speak but we'd love to have you and to share that with you and put it out there for you and uh, encourage of course any missions that you require with uh, you know pointless trucking of objects then we are your group let us know we will ship your shit wherever you want it I'm not a Hutton trucker, I'm a Hutton trucker's son, and I'm only Hutton trucking till the Hutton trucker comes. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Indeed. I Try really... to say that when you're on Onion Head. Uh, I'm not, well, I could be a mutton trucker, but I'm only trucking mutton till the mutton truckers. Done. Trucking's done. <laughs> Trucking's done, yeah. Uh, mutton, or- uh, mutton, mutton orbital, not Hutton orbital, but mutton orbital. There we go. <laughs> so, right, so we'll just do a quick recap. We've got the convoy on Saturday. We've got the Bacon City community goal live now. The So This Goal finished. I think it crossed tier two, but didn't quite make it. did. Did it make it's tier about three? Halfway. No, it's halfway to tier three. So it crossed tier two, but didn't quite make it to tier three, which means you can have a maximum of 20 Sothis Golds. What's it called, actually? I don't know what the item is. Uh, I thought it was Crystalline Gold. Crystalline Gold, that's right. So you can have 20 tons of Crystalline Gold. When 1.4 goes live, we believe it will appear in-game. So I know that the Hutton Mug will not appear until this update is out. When the update is out, get your backsides over to Hutton, load up on mugs, help other bigger ships load up with mugs, and then we will release on Thursday the location, the start location for it. It will be very near Hutton, so even if you dock up at Hutton, obviously 
observe the usual docking rules. In other words, don't leave yourself logged on and sitting on the pad. Clear the pad, fly a little bit further out from the station and then log off, clearing the pad for the next players to be able to use. That's again, normal etiquette applies. The normal shaming and naming will occur for those commanders who decide to go for their dinner, leaving themselves in the pad. And I'm talking to no one in particular, Galactic Midden. Um, <coughs> he'll never leave that down. And uh, yeah, so that'll be on this week. So get your mugs filled up. We'll be there at the station waiting to help load you stuff. Um, I think Dave is pretty much... Van Van der Un is tied up all week with conventions and we've got a meeting Wednesday night for a chat because he's up in Glasgow and when I say a chat I do mean copulous amounts of meat, sausage and beer beer and and sausage bacon have have you actually set a time for the convoy to start the convoy will kick off as per most of our events which would be 8 o'clock British summer Time on Saturday night, so 8 p.m. Okay. 20, 100 hours, and I think it depends. It's 160 light years we need to go. I think it's a little bit more than that. I'm not quite sure how many jumps it is. Nowhere near as bad as Sothis. So there is the possibility that, uh, Eric, if you're there, he's got his mic turned off at the moment, that the Eric Marquet and potentially Texas Stu may run another convoy later on for the night shift uh, if they're up for that but we'll talk about that in the other time we'll see what he says I've just sprung that on him you see just right there he says yes he says yes I'm here but that's a yes so they may well have, we might have time for two actually it just depends oh no we won't have time for two who am I kidding so we've got time to do two runs, what includes, right, you know, the 163, 160-odd light-year <laughs> journey out there, and then the 160-light-year journey back to Hutton, then the hour and a half out to Hutton Orbital, then reload all the big ships. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening. I didn't think that one through. But, you know, there may well be people, if, you're, if, you, if you miss... Um, Eric Marquet says it depends on how much gin he drinks during the first convoy whether or not he'll run a second one although that convoy might be on his, completely on his own and might end up at Bacon City <laughs> um, so I reckon we'll definitely manage one if you are late to the party just tune into Hutton Orbital send us a message, let us know where you are wing up with anybody you can find at the start point if you can join us we'll let you know where our next jumps are the quicker you can come out the quicker you can catch up with us. We're hoping that that's the case, that people can come in and catch up with us. We're hoping that the pirate uh, resistance will not be too extreme. Uh, We are hoping for a little bit of a code uh, agreement. That's not the code, but I mean actually a a set of rules where by trading ships will not be destroyed, they'll be disabled and robbed rather than destroyed. That all pan out, fingers crossed, and be pleasant, and then we can all have a good laugh and giggle and not lose our life savings. So, that's about it. Is anyone here want to raise any points um, before we sign off? Yeah, just for if the convoys are eight in the evening, I guess, in the daytime on Saturday, we can, we can do loading activities, right? Well, I'm going to be at Hutton from tomorrow after the beta lands in fact I'll probably be there tonight and waiting so I'll be there to help load throughout the week so just send me a message if you see me online or send a message onto the Facebook page if you're going and try and see if we can arrange for people to meet up at the same time you know again wing up fly out to Hutton in a wing if you want and then help load each other up and jobs are good and I also just wanted to point out that orcas are actually very useful for carrying mugs so we are looking for a few large ships to, to to load with mugs. Well, yeah, the only problem with the Orca is it has a horrifically bad... Also, you can do a good wired impression. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just the fact... You can at least fit a few mugs in an Orca, right? Well, you can fit mugs in them, but it's got it's got about as much fuel to jump four foot in front of itself before it runs out and is stranded. This I know from personal experience. That was the first... Oh, what is, oh, are you sure that was the fault of the ship? <laughs> Maybe I, I, would, I would have thought with an orca The mugs would have been in the cockpit Does it have a really short range then The orca 
It's got it's not got the longest jump range, but it's the fuel tank is very um, quickly emptied. Right, I found out to my I, detriment. Because I believe the route that we're planning has been set. There's no jumps bigger than twelve um, twelve light years. That's correct. So it should f- suit some people. As I was saying, you might you might not have a twelve light year jump range. Don't worry about it because we'll have a countdown for the next jump at the next system, which will give you enough time to do two jumps or three jumps if you needed to to catch up. I say we're we're hoping that it's going to be fun. But you know, if you fall behind, you fall behind a little bit. Just keep listening, and we'll keep you up to date with where we are and try and catch up. Anyone who falls behind will be cold this is true, yes, be prepared to drop your Cobra, drop your cargo. And again, if you are in wings of four, it's t- kind of wing etiquette that you don't jump further than the slowest person on your wing. And it used to be it showed you that to Indy on the indicator. Yeah. So it does. I, I haven't checked it out in beta, but uh, um, the etiquette we use in the FGE when we travel in wings is that it's the person with the shortest jump range that actually navigates and prepares the jump. That way the whole wing stays together easily. Fantastic. It's a good way of doing it. Right, well, I'm going to sign off now, guys. Thank you very much for joining me. Okay, pleasure. A number of Thank we'll, you. We'll, we'll, go the, we'll just run through I the... I just invade it here. <laughs> Alien Commander Bam, Telja, Ventura, Icini, Dobbo, Edith the Hutt, El Masri, Eric Marquis, Eros Maidlong, Even Stars, Javert, Odimon Crew, Rancid Rance, Rat King 15, Rusty Swords, Saimuth, Skiprat, and Sneevis, and down hiding in the little flounce de lance, his Sky. Who's uh, been down there for quite some time? In fact, I think they're probably drunk by now. So, thank you guys for joining me, and I will catch you later on. But for now, we will sign off this radio broadcast, and we will catch you throughout the week. Send in your emails to yes, faction team at hutnorbital.com, or I took part at hutnorbital.com because you know Mike likes emails, he does. Or you can tweet us at hutnorbital, and uh, yeah. Keep an eye on HuttonOrbital.com for all the latest news and events, and we'll catch you next time. We will. And the nice thing is, this is the bit where I get to pick a song to play, just to sort of, you know, play the whole song out. In fact, you know what, I'm not going to go for... Oh yeah, I'm going to go for something awesome. Here we go.